Welcome to the Schoolhouse Life Podcast, where we believe that life is a schoolhouse. Totally. We're super dorks with a passion for sharing our love of homeschooling, homesteading, natural health care, plant medicines, natural childbirth, healthy eating, meditation, creative endeavors, overall self-sufficiency for the whole family. Oh, and don't forget self-development and spirituality. Oh, of course. Key players. We hope you'll be inspired to do things you haven't, try things that could make your life better, and mostly, we want to encourage you to never stop learning and let your life be a schoolhouse too. But it was like the first time that a doctor had really looked at all these different systems of my body and said, okay, you know, they all affect everything. So we're going to look at your diet and your hormones and your physical health and all of these things work together. And I was just blown away. I thought that was amazing. And then pretty soon after that, I got introduced to permaculture, which is a similar (laughs) um, sort of whole systems, science, thinking philosophy Mm -hmm. that seeks to, I mean, it's, it's more focused or it has been more focused in the past on regenerative agriculture and agroforestry, but we're beginning to see in the last several years, it really expand to more community systems and social permaculture. So looking at all of the ways that we sort of live and how we grow food, how does that relate to our community? How do we interact with all of these different pieces? All right. Well, hi, everybody. It's me, Lacey. I am here with Addie Navarro. I'm excited to introduce you to her. She has some really thing, cool things going on in her business, which is, what is it called? Again, the rooted tree. Is that right? Or did I say it wrong? Tree routed. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love it. And I need to see it in a picture because I feel like that was, I know. I'm a visual learner. But I love what Addie does. She helps people learn how to be more resilient and how to embrace permaculture and sort of all elements of their life, which I think is so, so, so cool. So, so, Addie, before we start talking about your business and what you do, can you share with us sort of how you came into this line of work and what kind of inspired you to learn more about permaculture and all of those things? This has sort of been many years in the making, sort of gathering different skills from different areas of my life. And I think that this really openness to more holistic thinking started back several years ago when I was living in Austin, Texas, and I was having some health problems. And I basically, I was having a lot of anxiety. It was like way, way, way above what I'm used to or what, what was normal for me. And so I took action and I thought, okay, I'm going to go see a therapist (laughs) and it was helping, but I still felt like there was something missing, you know, missing piece of the puzzle there. So I went to this holistic uh, medical center uh, called people's community clinic or people's health clinic. Um, I can't remember exactly, but it was like the first time that a doctor had really looked at all these different systems of my body and said, okay, you know, they all affect everything. So we're going to look at your diet and your hormones and your physical health and all of these things work together. And I was just blown away. I thought that was amazing. And then pretty soon after that, I got introduced to permaculture, which is a similar (laughs) sort of whole systems design thinking uh, philosophy Mm -hmm. that seeks to, I mean, it's, it's more focused or it has been more focused in the past on um, regenerative agriculture and agroforestry, but we're beginning to see in the last several years, it really expand to more community systems and social permaculture. So looking at all of the ways that we 
sort of live and how we grow food. How does that relate to our community? How do we interact with all of these different pieces? I got to go to New Zealand and live on a permaculture farm for a wow. couple of months and get my permaculture design certificate from an amazing um, school called the Eco School in Wanganui. And it was just an incredible experience. It was like one of those experiences where you see what you want to, how you think life should live, you know, be lived. And you yeah. see the example of what you are seeking for. And then all of a sudden it becomes so real and it becomes so powerful, but you just need to see it in action. And that was that experience for me, seeing, seeing um, all the sort of, how everything was was piecing together um, for them on their farm mm -hmm. with the growing their own food, but also being really active members of their community and how all these pieces play together. And so then I just felt like, okay, well now I can do it. And so I um, moved back here to Boone, North Carolina, where I live now. And yeah, North Carolina. And now have been practicing permaculture and myself and with a really heavy emphasis on sort of community resilience and bringing those permaculture ethics and principles to a much larger scale. Yeah, I love that. So I didn't know you were in Boone, which my heart is in Boone. Drew and I met in Boone at App. And oh, amazing. started falling in love with agriculture when we were in Boone too, but but that's cool. We're neighbors, we're gonna have to get together. Um, but I love all of that. I think that it's such a, a beautiful thing when you talked about permaculture and um, and how it's really like the holistic version of agriculture. Like it, it, it really is, it's holistic agriculture, um, but it does kind of spill into everything else because agriculture is at its when the community is stronger and and when we're all working together and there's diversity there so I think that's all just absolutely so cool. and it is like it's something you really fully experience when you're like in it it's hard to talk about it and, and feel it when you see it and, and are part of it. it it makes a big difference I love that absolutely so I'm assuming that your experience with this this more holistic medicine led you to some kind of relief from your anxiety is that oh true? absolutely it was it was such a, that was the, the key that unlocked everything really, because yeah, I, I'm, I was so used to thinking of everything as compartments, you know, like you've got your mental compartment, you've got your diet compartment, you've got your, everything, you know, is kind of compartmentalized and to then it just changed my perspective about like so many things, not just medicine, but you know, how everything just does work together. That's how it is in nature. That's how we live also. It doesn't make sense to compartmentalize all the areas of our health, but also of our lives. Like our work life is not separate from our home life. And, you know, there's so many examples where we attempt to compartmentalize, but it's, um, you know, it's not how things are naturally make sense. <laughs> right. And, and as to like what you want to do, it's not how we're the most resilient. So can you mm -hmm. give us some examples of how you might help somebody kind of make these connections in their own sort of life and whether it's, you know, in their garden or whatever, can you just share with us what that might look like? Sure. So, you know, just like, so in designing for an agricultural space or a community garden, for example, you know, it's very site specific. So we look at, you know, what are the unique factors affecting this you know, particular space. And I do that similarly with people looking at what are the unique advantages that this person has that can, they can use to their advantage or what are the challenges that they're facing specifically looking to build off of sort of beginning with the self sort of as 
zone one, if you're familiar with sort of permaculture zones, but the, the self, you know, we can't really do anything. We can't do anything really unless our, our own selves are taken care of. I mean, just a couple weeks ago, I had this insanely bad case of poison ivy and I was out for two weeks, like just I was laid flat. Like I could not, I couldn't do anything. I could barely sleep. Like it was just not, nothing was working. And I, that, you know, it's like a reminder again of like when things are not okay with our, you know, our immediate selves, we can't do anything on our land. We can't do anything in our homes. We can't really show up for other people, definitely not in our communities. So I work with starting with the self and that can include mental, what's going on mentally, what's going on with money, what's going on with you know, diet and health, and then moving outwards from there. So what's going on with our home situation, what's going on with our immediate community, maybe our, our land if we're attempting to grow our own food and live, live more um, off the land. And then beyond that, moving into community. So how can we use all of these um, skills that we have in our unique our unique powers to go yeah. out into our community and make our communities more resilient. Yes, I love um, because as we've seen with the pandemic, this is, this is critical. I mean, this is, you know, we are not islands. We are all affected by each other. Mm -hmm. And as soon as, uh, you know, we can really see lately how vulnerable some of our systems are in, in the country and in the world. And so, how can we plug in into our communities is, is also a really important aspect of, of what I believe to be resilient living to help our communities also become stronger and less vulnerable to outside influences and turmoil. I love it. That's like my anthem. I love it. <laughs> so can you give us an example of somebody that might seek you out, for, you know, describe their situation and why they might look to you for answers? I think that, um, what I've gotten so far is a lot of people who are sort of in a similar life stage as I am, sort of in that nebulous time between, you know, post-college and maybe having a family potentially because there's just so many different possibilities and there's no one right way to be living and we sort of feel like we're needing to establish our, how we're living now. Mm -hmm. Like now we're really adults. <laughs> we're not, we're not just fake adults. Like we're really adults and we can really choose how, how that looks like for us. And so I know I have a lot of friends around this age who have sort of been, you know, conflicted about if they're doing the right thing. And I mean, I know I certainly have at different times. And so I think those people definitely seek me out. I've spent so many years living very nomadically, um, living you know, out of a van or backpack, or um, I lived abroad with my partner for uh, over a year. And it's just, I understand that that feeling of when you, when you don't really have strong roots, like how can you do any of this stuff? And so I really believe that you can do it even without being really rooted into one single place. I believe that um, you can kind of plug in wherever you are and start wherever you are. So I think that um, opening up this sort of philosophy to people who might not have access to land or might not have um, the desire to settle down in one place broadens the 
the scope of, of the people that are, that have access to making themselves more resilient. That answered your question. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so anyone that feel is feeling maybe a little just un, um, unanchored and they really want to just feel yeah. more connected to their purpose. Yeah. That sounds and more resilient. I think that that, that word is really a key one for your, your word. okay. So you have a really cool freebie that anyone can can check out I, it sounds amazing for everyone um so describe that freebie for our folks i would love for them to check it out so share with them what that's all about it is called the resilience right now workbook and i made it because i i wanted to be able to give some skills for people that are maybe looking for that next step or, or that action to do something right now. Because my biggest frustration is I'm a very practical person. I like things that are actionable. I like to make lists. I like things that I can, I can do with my hands and do it right now. I don't really like to spend too much time in the theoretical space. So I, this workbook is very actionable. It has a lot of free resources. It's broken down into three different sections. So the first section is like I spoke about a bit earlier, the sort of zone one, the self. And so some different resilient skills that you can build up for yourself, get yourself squared away. Mm -hmm. And then zone two is moving out into the home, into you know the land or maybe immediate community, looking at maybe different skills that we can learn to help us live more sustainably. And zone three is focused on community and so how can we build um, more resilient communities and it's all very actionable with little check boxes which are my favorite things I love to check boxes um, <laughs> I'm a big box checker and and lots of resources that have helped me that I have any of the things in there that are just things that I really like and a lot of them are free so hopefully it can help anybody who's interested in um, getting a jump start on, on feeling a little bit more anchored wherever they are and feeling like they have a, a next step for living the kind of life that they want to live. It sounds amazing. I think that's so brilliant because a lot of times we talk about these things and we're like, yeah, permaculture, dude, it's the coolest. And people are like, I don't know what to do with that. I don't have a farm. I don't, you know, like it's just, I don't know how to apply that. But yeah, I think giving an actual tool is so helpful. I love it. Beautiful. So we will have the link to that, you just click the link to get your free copy of the workbook and fill it out. Let us know what you think about the result and stay connected with Addie. And, and at the end of that workbook, you actually have a way to get in touch with you and maybe set up a personal consult, right? Exactly, yes. Okay, very cool. So everyone, I hope that you are excited to, to take that and do that and apply that workshop um, or workbook to your own life and see how you can embrace permaculture and resilient living and everything that you do. But before we go, Addie, I want to ask you one last question. And that is, what is one thing that you do on a regular basis to feel your best? I... I do feel like I do several things and not each, not every day do the same thing, but drinking water has been really <laughs> for me. Easy. <laughs> I have a rule for myself now that I have to drink a massive glass of water or two before I can have like caffeine in the morning. Oh, um, and that's such a good thing. But now I'm like, forget the water. No, I put water in there. Does that count? No. Exactly. I just want to go right to the coffee, but I need to, I need to have the water first because I just get really, get really jittery and weird with a bunch yeah. of coffee. That's a really good tip. And I think you've encouraged me to do that again, because I do feel better when I manage to get that glass in before I start drinking my coffee. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's actually one of my rules too, my supplements. I take my supplements before I have coffee. It's like a reward for everything. So what else can I fit in? Exactly. <laughs> Treat yourself. Okay. All right, Addie. Well, thank you so much for being on the call with us. I can't wait to thank you, Lacey. And if um, you guys are trying to be more resilient, check Addie out and stay connected. But everybody have a great day. Hey friends, so we have something ex super exciting coming up and just wanted to share it with you real quick before you dive into this podcast episode. We have the Homestead Open House. Um, we've gathered 26 expert homesteaders from all over the world to give us a little quick tour of what's working on their homestead, how to do what they do, and um, all into like little 15 minute video clips. We're putting it all together in three days worth of content, a live Q&A at the end of it. Uh, it's going to be March 14th through the 17th. The 17th will be a the live Q&A. But we'd love to have you join us. It's the homesteadopenhouse.com um, to join. It's $9 for the three-day pass. And then there's the option for $29, you can get a one-year pass so you can come back and you know access the content as you need it more and more. But would love to help you uh, get to know homesteading more, dive into homesteading. This is uh, what you need for that. It's uh, super exciting. The people in this come from all different kinds of walks of life. We have people like Alan Texas on big ranges. We have people in British Columbia, people down in Florida. Um, somebody in Israel, somebody in Australia, somebody in Switzerland. So, you know, it applies to everybody. Everybody will be able to walk away with more knowledge on homesteading. I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited to learn from everybody, everybody else. So join us and uh, that's it. Enjoy the uh, podcast now.